the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Florida's stronger conservative voice. The answer. W-O-R-L. Orlando. 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 News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. Facing stiff resistance in Ukraine and with crippling economic sanctions at home, Russian President Vladimir Putin is using language reminiscent of Joseph Stalin during his infamous trials of the 1930s. Correspondent Charles de Ledesma reports. Putin's ominous words liken opponents to gnats who try to weaken the country at the behest of the West. His angry rant on Wednesday has set the stage for sweeping repressions against those in Russia who dare to speak out against the war in Ukraine. It appears to reflect Putin's frustration about the slow pace of the Russian offensive in Ukraine and the swiftly mounting economic pressures. Russia's been battered by Western sanctions that have cut the government's access to about half of the hard currency reserves it has. I'm Charles Diladesma. President Biden's approval rating could use some improvement. Bernie Bennett has more. The Rasmussen Report's daily presidential tracking poll shows that 38% of likely U.S. voters approve of President Biden's job performance. 60% disapprove. The latest figures include 20% who strongly approve of the job Mr. Biden is doing and 50% who strongly disapprove. That gives him a presidential approval index rating of negative 30. At this point in his presidency, Donald Trump had an approval rating of 47%, 9% higher than Mr. Biden. Bernie Bennett reporting. Face-to-face by video, President Biden has laid out to China's Xi Jinping the consequences China would face if it provides military or economic assistance for Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But he did not appear to receive any kind of assurances from Beijing on the matter. On Wall Street, the Dow by 273 points. The Nasdaq rose 279. The S&P advanced 51. Oil up to 104.70 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank and Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening. Thank you for the opportunity to join you as we ease into our weekend. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, it's great to be with you tonight. And I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. We have a great show for you. We'll get right into it in just a moment. First of all, of course, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central is brought to you by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been serving the people of our community with affordable, quality health care, now with 15 locations. And I want to give a shout-out 
to our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. They're getting geared up for a huge Friday night tonight. want to give a shout-out to Steve, Steve White, the owner, Rebecca, Vanessa, and all the gang over at Porky's Barbecue Apopka. It's going to be a big night at Porky's this Friday, tonight. Later in our show, we expect to hear from a young man who, or man who, who um, distinguished himself in the National Football League, a former Apopka Blue Darter football alumni, James McKnight. We'll have a recorded interview with James McKnight, who recently was inducted into the Liberty University Athletic Hall of Fame. And that, of course, is after his 11-year career in the National Football League as a premier wide receiver. But in the first half of our show, we're going to talk basketball. We're going to talk, of course, Apopka Blue Darter basketball. But we're also going to talk NCAA tournament. Of course, the tournament is in full swing as we speak. A big slate of games to be played tonight. More great games tomorrow. Already some big games already have been played in the tournament. And we're going to speak to a true authority on college basketball and high school basketball. Apopka Blue Darter head basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. And let's go to Coach Scott Williams right now. Coach, hey, thank you for joining us on talk, on, on Blue Darter Sports Central tonight. Hey, Roger. How are you? By the way, you've clearly not seen my bracket if you're going to call me an authority. <laughs> um, I, I watched them all, and I picked them, and I normally pick them wrong. But, uh, no, it's a wonderful time of year if you're a college basketball fan, and, and uh, it's uh, – uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite event uh, of all sports all year long. No, absolutely, mine too. My favorite uh, sporting event of the year is the NCAA men's basketball tournament, and we are right in the thick of it right now. And it's it's really great. It's great to have this opportunity to to talk about it with you and get your great insights. But first of all, I'd love to have you share a a, a little recap on a popular Blue Darter boys basketball this season. It was another excellent year for the Blue Darters. Can you share a little bit about it with us w- with a young team? Yeah, it really was. You know, we didn't know what we uh, what to expect in a year where we only brought back three returners, um, only one of whom who had played rotation minutes, Brandon Johnson, and and uh, uh, you know we know playing in a tough region and in a tough district and in a very tough metro conference. And um, our young kids really grew up through the season. Uh, we ended up nineteen and nine. Uh, for the fifth straight year, we were ranked in the top ten in the state of Florida, uh, made the playoffs for the fourth time in, in seven years, um, uh, and had the team that got out of our region, Sanford Seminole, we were on the road in the first round of the playoffs and had them down 15 in the third quarter, and uh, we just we just weren't smart enough down the stretch, and, and that's, you know, uh, uh, you know that's my responsibility and our staff's responsibility, but couldn't quite hold them off. And then they ended up winning the region and, and going to the final four. And you know we felt like that as the year went, that we had a team that was capable of of lining up with anybody in our region. And and uh, even though it didn't go the way we wanted, uh, I think we certainly proved that. And really proud of our guys and proud of the continued uh, success. And and you know. Uh, uh, a level I've always felt like that, you know, you can't, I don't know if you can really create, you can expect to have a championship type team every year. Cause some of that's just based on the, 
the young men that, that walk through the door. But if you have a if you have a really quality program, quality kids, quality staff, then every year you can be in position to be in position. And I think that we've proven that we do that. And and for that, I'm I'm really proud of uh, of what we've done. And, and it was a, a very successful season. No, thanks for sharing that with you. And you know, let me say we're very pleased to have you as our, our basketball coach um, for, for numerous reasons. Uh, but one of those, the big reasons is, you know, your approach to, to building a program. You're not just here to have a good team uh, during basketball season. You're here to build an elite high school basketball program. And that includes um, off the field as well, off the court as well as on the court uh, and all facets of helping to build young, young men into good citizens as well as excellent basketball players. And uh, we, we, well, we very much appreciate well, that. That is, that is, I feel like our mandate and our, you know, and, and why, um, I do what I do, and, and I'm obviously humbled that uh, that you would say that. So thank you very much. Now, one more question about Blue Darter basketball, and you mentioned that you don't, had really had three returners this year. It was a uh, you know a lot of new players, a lot of young players. You know, one of the things we actually talk quite a bit about on our show is the the new landscape in high school sports in Florida, where there's a real pretty much a a large lot, lot of freedom of movement, uh, shall we say, that wasn't really there uh, until the last few years. Uh, you know, players can play one year and then be in another program the next, um, and that's happened fairly frequently. Frequently, um, how do our prospects look for next year? And how much of it is a challenge to uh, you know to, to to keep a group of of of, of you know talented potential uh, excellent players together over the course of you know their high school career? Yeah, that's an outstanding question. Um, you know, I, I I think by virtue of the expectations and the um, the way we do things and what we expect that we are we are not necessarily looked at as a destination. Um, and so for us, it's a matter of making sure that we're doing a great job connecting with our young kids to try to make them excited about being a part of a, what we feel like is a really good program. And, uh, and, and to parents that hopefully they see some of the stuff that you alluded to, that we, we care deeply about the, the entire young man and, and not just his, his basketball abilities. You know, we have had some misfortune the last couple of years, and, and I, I think it's, it's more... To be to be honest, I think it's more related to um, to issues that we had in terms of not being able to be as connected to our kids during the pandemic, uh, both coming in of it, coming into it, and then getting out of it. Uh, but you know, we, the last two years we've lost um, our best young player uh, to the quote unquote high school transfer portal, and uh, and those have been big losses. If we had. Uh, if we had a full complement of the young men that uh, are Apopka kids that should have been playing for Apopka, um, I think we probably would have been one of the two or three teams favored to win a state championship this year. But that said, we're going to coach the kids that want to be here and coach the, and, and be a part of um, uh, the families that want to be here. And our future is extremely bright. You know, we lose two seniors. I mentioned Brandon Johnson. Uh, and then our best senior, Sam Alexis, who certainly will end up playing somewhere. Um, his recruitment is is still going on, and you know, but um, you know, the chance to get a young, developing six foot eight uh, post player who has a lot of skill level, you know, is, is going to be um, you know a lot of people going to have interest in that. Uh, but we feel like that um, 
we have really, really good pieces in place. Um, our entire backcourt pretty much returns, um, uh, in, including our best uh, offensive players in the backcourt. And then, you know, we, we feel like that we've been grooming. Um, we've got a young sophomore big kid, Carter Hankerson, who's just an incredible young man and it just worked and worked. And we feel like, you know, he may not be um, as highly regarded down the road as a college prospect as Sam. I feel like in many ways Carter may be um, a more uh, a, a more dominant high school post player uh, just because of his toughness and his strength and his size. And so we hope that we don't take a, a big drop-off in terms of our interior play while those, those perimeter kids that we had this year that all did a wonderful job and keep getting better, that they're going to be um, you know, that, that much uh, more skilled but also bigger and stronger and quicker as, as they get in the weight room and, and they work on becoming better athletes along with better basketball players. So we're really excited. Um, I've, I'm very blessed because I have a, a wonderful staff that's deeply invested in our guys. And, you know, as we get out of spring break, we're going to kind of get ourselves into a routine of our early morning workouts and getting into the weight room. And, uh, you know, and then before we know it, it'll be, it'll be the middle of May and we'll be gearing up for our, our busy June season. So it, it never really ends. It just kind of shifts from a, from a season to a season. Absolutely, and I, I know that you're you're literally working at 365 days a year, and you know that's why you've had the sustained, consistent success that you've had. And we're looking forward to, to covering you once again next year, well, Coach. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'd like to shift gears a little bit and talk about that NCAA tournament that's going on as we speak, and and get some of your insights. Uh, and friends, before we go to that break, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central that the ball players and their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Darter Sports Central are brought to you and supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Give them a call and be sure to tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter and listen to the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Could take a quick break on Blue Darter Sports Central, and we'll be back with more with a Popka High School basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. Please. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. This product is life-changing, and I tell everyone what a blessing down to nature, fruits and vegetables is it's amazing, absolutely phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, this is an amazing thing. Thirty days after taking this, everything is, is perfect. I could not be more happy. What a blessing. So good job, down to nature. Good job. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code SALEM. Letter remote 
tape measure. What do you think, doctor? Is it? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Garage Dooritis. What do we do? Better call Florida Door Solutions. Whether you've got garage dooritis or you just want to upgrade your opener or entry gate, they've got the solution. And now opening your garage door, turning on the lights, and safely keeping track of your property when you're away is easy with the new LiftMaster Garage Door Opener with the exclusive internet gateway accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time every time. Just ask someone you know. Chances are Florida Door Solutions cured their garage door at us. And they are Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. Give back to the community through our local schools, youth sports, the Debbie Turner Cancer Center, and more. So if your garage door is suffering from garage door at us, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Call them today. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's C. HCFL.org. Hi, I'm Steve Lash at Blue Book Cars. For 47 years, we have helped individuals, businesses, churches, schools, and even the local government with the buying and servicing of their automotive needs. Let someone they trust help you with your automotive needs. No surprises or upselling. 47 years of earning your trust. See us at BlueBookCars.com. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. And friends, we're glad you're joining us. It's great to be with you as we ease into a wonderful weekend in March in Central Florida. We're speaking with Apopka High School basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is a program that brings you uplifting stories of achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And it's all brought to you and supported by our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando. And now, Coach, as we um, get into, you talk about the NCAA tournament going on as we speak. In fact, there's some huge games coming on later tonight. But, you know, what, ironically, the first question I was going to ask you was, um, thus far, what are some of the biggest surprises? And I guess, as, as you told us earlier, there must you must have some surprises because you said your bracket's not in very good shape at the moment. <laughs> um, you know, I think that um, this tournament has, has the chance to be one of, one of the most uh, surprising and exciting tournaments that we can remember because you have so many of these teams um, that may not be one or two seeds, but they're much more experienced now, whether it be a mid-major or power conference, because so many of these teams uh, brought back players for an extra year due to the COVID year. And, um, and so you've got not only the mid-majors, that are deeper, more experienced, more talented, but also, you know, some of the second-tier Power Five conferences teams. And, uh, you know, I think there's as many as there, – there may be a dozen, more than a dozen teams that legitimately you can look at their team 
look at how they played uh, and go, well, they can win it all. But all of them have the ability to lose to somebody early on, just like Kentucky did to St. Peter's and just like Iowa did yesterday to Richmond. Um, uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's surprising because you don't expect you know, you don't expect your SEC power in, in Kentucky and your Big Ten champion in Iowa to lose early, and they certainly weren't predicted to. But is it stunning to see these, these smaller mid-major schools compete with these teams for the entire 40 minutes? No, it's not. And so if you're getting to these situations where these these schools that are playing a little bit more with house money, a little bit less pressure, um, and in these arenas, you know, I've had the pleasure of, going to first and second round regionals probably seven or eight times um, uh, in in my lifetime. And I just love it. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited. They'll be back in Orlando next year. And what happens is as soon as that top seed shows any vulnerability, everybody else in the building starts rooting for the underdog. And so, you know, a lot of times these, these, um, these teams that are trying to pull the upsets are it's almost a feeling that they have a home game as the game gets closer and closer to the finish line because everybody in the arena that's not a fan of Kentucky, for instance, you know, is ardently rooting for St. Peter's, whether it be because it protects the team on the other side of that draw for an easier game, potentially just the fact that they want to see an upset and the human nature involved in that. Um, it's just a really neat environment, and, and I think this tournament's going to be uh, is going to be filled with a lot of really close, um, a lot of close games and, and a lot of excitement. Great uh, insight, and absolutely, I think one of the things that, and I would call myself more of a casual basketball fan, but I love the tournament uh, for just yeah, you know, for hundreds of reasons. One of which is what you just said. It's uh, there's so many close games, and there are a lot of games that uh, you know from afar. Look like they would not necessarily be close, and I'm talking about you know the the the, the well known schools, the big well known schools from the Power Five conferences, the elite conf- you know Power Five conferences versus say a mid major or a an Eastern independent school uh, or basketball type school, uh, but you know the and it's or, or the schools from the the the, the lower uh, the mid major type conferences, but it's amazing how many not only how many upsets there are, but but how many close games there are. Yeah, and I think, you know, that, that's not just a, something that's happened this year. That is, that is something that has happened with greater frequency over the last decade. Is You know, now St. Peter's winning yesterday as a 15 seed is an anomaly. It's only happened 10 times in history, and there's only been one 16 seed uh, that's ever won. But once you get above the 15 line, and you get to these 11s, 12s, 13s, and 14s, um, it's almost a surprise if they get blown out. You need to expect that for the first 30 minutes, for the first 35 minutes, you probably are going to have a really, really good basketball game. You know, Gonzaga is a perfect example. Yesterday they're playing Georgia State, who some people thought could have been seated as high as a 14 seed, but they get stuck as a 16. Well, for 32 minutes, it's a dogfight. And Gonzaga had to find a way to turn it on, and they did, and that's why they're, you know, a number one seed and a number one overall seed. But I think people that watch the tournament shouldn't be surprised when they watch the big names against these schools. Like, I know Illinois is playing Chattanooga, um, and I'm away from screen right now. I actually, like, I'm fully invested, Roger. I have three TVs set up on my cat by my couch, and I just flip back and forth, and I watch 
like as many games as I can watch. I'm totally obsessed with this, uh, especially the first weekend of the tournament. And um, but I don't think it would be it should not be surprising at all uh, if Chattanooga hangs around with Illinois for a while. Um, whether Illinois wins or not, pulls away or not, I don't know. Um, I picked Illinois to win, but would I be stunned if Chattanooga pulled an upset or took it to the wire? No, it's just it's just the way it is. These teams are really good. I mean, the big guy for Chattanooga is a transfer from Kansas. <laughs> you know, the transfer portal is another thing that is that's changing the nature of college basketball because um, you know these mid-major teams. An awful lot of them find success if they can find the right players who need to move down a little bit, move down to a level, move down to an area where they can be more successful, get more opportunities um, than maybe they had at their previous school. And if you get the right blend of those guys, and they can, you know, it's um, a lot of people don't know how hard it is to be a junior college coach. You're taking guys, you're bringing in, and you basically have one year to make a team out of them. And that's really the deal with almost all your four-year schools. You know, your best program, I mean, Baylor is totally restocked with transfers after winning it all last year. Arizona is totally full, full of, of, um, of transfers. Um, you know, and I could go down the list, but those two just off the top of my head, and they're two of your number one seeds. And um, they're really successful because they did a great job finding the right kind of player and the right kind of person to fit into their programs. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's, I think there's going to be a lot of great games and wouldn't surprise me if we have a lot of upsets uh, this weekend and moving into next week. Friends, we're glad you're joining us tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central. Right now we're speaking with a Popka High School head basketball coach, boys basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. And at the moment we're talking about the NCAA tournament and getting Coach Williams' insights. Now, Coach, is there a team or teams um, that you particularly like, if you will, to, to might have you think might have a, a good shot to, to win the tournament? Well, I picked Gonzaga to win it all. Um, I think they're a little undervalued this year because they haven't yet won one, and so people are getting this impression, oh, Gonzaga can't win it all. And, I mean, they've played, for two, they've played for two championships, and they've been right there you know, for a number of years. Like, they're really, really good. And, an example, you know, when they turned the switch yesterday, I mean, they were just truly dominant. They are so good offensively. Um, But I don't think the margin is very great. Um, You know, uh, Arizona, um, if if they can um, handle the fact that they don't really have experience at the tournament level, both their coach, who's a first-year coach, uh, and their players who are baseball brand new, they're very good. I think Tennessee's playing great right now, uh, and I think Tennessee's a threat. Um, I think Villanova, because they don't turn it over, they shoot the three really well, and they're the best free-throw shooting team in the country. Um, with their pedigree and their coach, is always a threat to go a long way. I thought Kentucky um, I thought Kentucky had a great chance to be a Final Four team. So, I mean, I was stunned that they lost. I just I thought they had a really – a really good club, but, um, you know, their backcourt kind of betrayed them a little bit coming down the stretch and yesterday. Um, and I also, um, I also, I, I do like Duke. Um, I think in this setting, as opposed to the ACC tournament, they're not having to play three straight days in a row. He's only playing about six guys in his rotation, um, but they're a really good six. And, uh, I think that they're good enough, uh, to make the final four, but, um, 
it wouldn't surprise me if somebody totally off the radar, whether it be somebody like a Murray State, um, you know, or one of the you know teams that are seated four, five, and six along the way, UCLA, who made the you know made the Final Four last year, they're a four seed, you know, I mean, and they bring everybody back. You've got to you know, so it's going to be a wide open tournament. And uh, but I did pick Gonzaga, and I think they're the team that'll win it. Great insight. You know, of course, Coach Mark Fuse done a phenomenal job there. You know, it, it, I guess that shows how, I guess, fickle the sports world is. Um, I guess particularly fans and media. It wasn't too long ago um, that, you know, at least to the general population, Gonzaga was pretty much considered to be a mid-major, you know. Yep. Now that now they're in one of the elite teams, you know, uh, nobody would argue that. And, and now it's like, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they're, you know, they're a victim of their own success, but... I'm sure they wouldn't have it any other way. And, um, you know, they, um, uh, they'll, uh, I think, I think they'll go as far as their point guard, Andrew Nemhard takes them. He's, he's not, you know, he's not their first or second most, uh, valuable player, but when he plays well, um, they're really, really hard to beat. And of course people might know that name. He was the university of Florida starting point guard for two years. And transferred to Gonzaga last year, and is finishing his career out there. And you know, when he's really good, they're hard to beat, and and they're just um, they're just very very good um, uh, offensively. And you know, then you look at somebody on the other side, like I think one team I didn't mention that it wouldn't surprise me if they go a long long way is Texas Tech, um, who's the best defensive team in the country, and they just demolished. Can't remember who they played today and won by thirty five and looked incredible it's just it's fun i just i love it it's, it's i look i view it as a fan i don't really watch the games as a coach i pick teams and root for them and just have a good time and allow myself to enjoy some fun basketball and you know i really don't invest in the nba until after march madness and then i kind of get myself ready for nba playoffs and, and those things and it's a very different game and and i just happen to love the college game especially right now Absolutely, it's the best reality TV you could ever come up with, in my opinion. Oh yeah, oh, yes. absolutely. Well, coach, we're going to go to another break, and I, you know, looking forward to having you stay with us for one more segment because there's so much more to talk about with the NCAA tournament. Friends, stay with us on Blue Darter Sports Central. We'll continue with a Popka Blue Darter football coach, coach Scott, excuse me, basketball coach, boys basketball coach Scott Williams, as we talk March Madness on Blue Darter Sports Central. We'll be right back. It's Blue Dart. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. About three dozen would-be asylum seekers from Russia were blocked from entering the U.S. while a group of Ukrainians flashed passports and were escorted across the border. The scene Friday reflected a quiet but unmistakable shift in disparate treatment of Russians and Ukrainians who enter Mexico as tourists and fly to Tijuana, hoping to enter the U.S. for a chance at asylum. A U.S. Homeland Security Department memo tells border officials Ukrainians may be exempt from sweeping asylum limits designed to prevent spread of COVID-19. It makes no mention of Russians. On Wall Street, the Dow by 273 points. The Nasdaq rose 279. The S&P 500 advanced 51. Oil up a dollar 72 to close at 104.70 cents a barrel. 
More details at srnnews.com. Hi, it's me again. Does your garage door still have the blues? Making those late night noises? Won't shut when you back out, no matter how many times you try. Well, it's time to get rid of those garage door blues. With Florida Door Solutions, they fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. Garage doors don't like to have the blues. You need to call Florida Door Solutions. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 8 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time. Every time, we're sent to Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. Don't leave that shiny new SUV sitting out in the driveway. And besides, we know who's driving that SUV. Score some points and get rid of those garage door blues with Florida Door Solutions. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. File in a way that fits you and gets a refund you deserve. Guaranteed. Jackson Hewitt Tax Pros can help you find thousands worth of new tax credits. Schedule an appointment with one of our tax pros and learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, theanswerorlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer. If I could be you... And you could be me for just one hour. If you could find a way... To get inside each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, friends. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday night throughout Central Florida. Thank you for allowing us to join you. We're speaking right now with Apopka High School boys basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams, and we're talking specifically about the NCAA basketball tournament going on right now. Before we go back to Coach Williams, of course, I want to Give a shout-out to our friends over at Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Let you know they support our our broadcast. And they were founded in 1972. And since that time, they've served the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care, now with 15 locations throughout Central Florida. Now back to Coach Scott Williams. And, and Coach, before we talk about 
you know, some more of the specific matchups and uh, you know big games, you know, in, interesting games, inter- interesting matchups on the horizon, and of course, all four number one seeds will be playing either tonight or tomorrow. Um, you know, Duke is in as a number two seed. Uh, you know, another thing that the interesting fact about that makes this tournament even more interesting is the fact that uh, Coach uh, Mike Krzyzewski has announced that this will be his last season. And can, from your vantage point, you know, as someone who's close to the game, um, can, what what can you share with us about Coach uh, Coach K that has made him such a a great the qualities he has has made him such a extraordinarily successful coach? Maybe some of the things that that the general public doesn't see. Well, I think, you know, first, he was lucky that he was hired in the era that he was because in this era of instant gratification, I don't know if an AD would have, first of all, would have handled the pressure to hire a guy that went 9-17 and 17, uh, the year before when he was hired and he was coaching at Army. Uh, and then they had three very, very pedestrian, if not disappointing, seasons before his first great recruiting class was now mature enough. They were juniors and seniors to be able to be really dominant. Um, and the fact that he was given time to build his program is something that a, a lot of coaches, a lot of programs don't get that same opportunity nowadays, which is disappointing. He's a great communicator. I think he's evolved tremendously over time to where he, continues to have the ability to connect with the the star athlete, the one-and-done type player that Paolo Boncaro is at Duke this year as a freshman versus the, the four-year you know guys that came in in the 80s and 90s. Um, he seems to be able to have the same level of buy-in and, and connection and, and all of those things, and that's you know, that, that's more important than the X's and O's. Now, I also think he's evolved, especially as an offensive coach, uh, to allow his players more creative freedom, which you certainly have to do with um, the caliber of player that Duke is going to want and need to recruit. Um, and he's, he's always created a, um, a, a team-first buy-in to where we're going to play hard, we're going to guard together. Uh, and we're going to care about the front of the jersey. And, you know, I mean, I think that's what makes any of the the high-level coaches of any college team, of any college sport, but certainly in college basketball, um, allows them to have uh, success. I, I'm, I, I root for them. I'm a huge Michigan State fan because I love Tom Izzo. Um, I, think, I think Duke is much better than, than Michigan State. In fact, I, I wonder if Michigan State can even get by Davidson tonight. But... Um, you know, but but men like that who um, they they have evolved with their athletes, but they haven't sacrificed the virtue and the the character that they desire in their program. I think that's what's created long term success for guys like that. Thank you for for sharing your insights. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Scott Williams right now. We're talking NCAA basketball tournament. Of course, he's the head basketball coach at Apopka High School, and. Now, Coach, looking ahead tonight, you know, as I said, all four number one seeds um, still have games this weekend. Arizona plays Wright State, uh, you know, 16th seed later tonight. Uh-huh. Um, Baylor plays North Carolina tomorrow. Of course, that's uh, you know, a game of two marquee programs. 
Kansas plays Creighton t- uh, tomorrow, and Gonzaga, as we've talked about, as you mentioned, plays Memphis, uh, number nine seed tomorrow. Uh, any, yes. Would you want to talk about any one of those games particularly? Well, I, I think the game that's most interesting is, is not just because of the brand name, but, but Baylor, North Carolina. Uh, the last the last 10, 12 games of the season, North Carolina has kind of seemed to, to find their way. Hubert Davis, a former Carolina great player, took over for Roy Williams. And, you know, they're, they're a different style team than Roy had. Um, uh, Hubert's clubs are much more perimeter-oriented. They shoot more threes. Um, they don't play quite as fast, and they don't get on the offensive glass quite as well. Um, but they he's done a really good job. Um, once again, it's a team that he's kind of shortened his rotation. They don't go really deep, um, but when they're when they shoot the ball well, and they shot it extremely well yesterday um, in their win over Marquette, uh, I think they're the kind of team that can give Baylor some trouble. Uh, now Baylor is just really good defensively, and so the, the question there is going to be: Can can Carolina's perimeter guys get enough good shot opportunities against Baylor's perimeter defense? But I think that's going to be a great game. I I, I don't think Memphis. Uh, will be able to weather the storm with Gonzaga for 40 minutes, um, even though they've really, you know, Penny's done. Um, that's been an interesting case study, uh, watching Penny Hardaway take over at Memphis. And, you know, I, I'll give him all the credit in the world, what he did the last half of the season, dealing with some locker room issues and some culture issues. And um, he's done a tremendous job uh, in, in the way they played, but I don't think they're good enough to beat Gonzaga. Um, Kansas, um, uh, I think Kansas gets Creighton. I think if you uh, told me right, uh, Creighton normally is exceptional offensively and I think would be a greater threat. But this Creighton team is a little bit more defensive-oriented, and they lost their starting point guard about three weeks ago for the season. And I, I think Kansas should be okay there if, if they don't you know, just have a really poor game. Um, and then, of course, Arizona tonight. Um, you know, one of the interesting things you probably see from Wright State is it seems very comfortable and very loose because they've already played. You know, one of the things that these teams that have already played a game on Tuesday or Wednesday in the first four, um, it sometimes gives them a sense of confidence and a little bit more awareness what it feels like. But Arizona is really, really physical, very big, and Wright State's going to have a lot of problems with that physicality. I'm, I am really excited about the... Um, um, you know, I, I already mentioned the, the the late games tonight. I think are going to be really interesting. Houston against UAB. I think UAB's really got a chance to be in that game. TCU and Seton Hall, an eight nine game, which are always competitive. And, and I already mentioned that I think that Davidson has a real shot to be able to play well against the Michigan State team. That um, that I love their program, but they're not quite as good as those men. And, and I did see when I walked by a TV screen in between segments that Chattanooga was up a dozen over Illinois early. So Chattanooga is definitely playing as well as, as it doesn't surprise me that they would. Uh, it, you know, when you're looking for teams to play upsets, you need teams that have really, really good guard play and they're experienced um, and uh, and they have uh, they have a guy um, who potentially is an NBA guy and. and uh, Chattanooga is one of those teams that kind of has those boxes checked to a certain degree. Um, and as you watch the tournament, keep an eye on that. Teams that have really good guards, that have experience, and uh, and have an NBA-level go-to player. 
Um, those are teams that seemingly make their way through the bracket and uh, and end up getting a chance to be in the Final Four. Not that I picked them correctly. So, please, if you want to know who's going to win, whoever I say, pick the other one who's going to have a much better chance. <laughs> great, great, great insights, Coach, and we really appreciate you being here to join us to, to share those with us. We've got one more question for you, uh, briefly, and this is a partisan. This is my own personal partisan question, but you know, um, the Florida Gators are not in the tournament this year, which, uh, frankly, before the Billy Donovan era was the norm. <laughs> you know, um, but you yes. know, but uh, now you yes, know, and I think, and I think, Gator uh, fans I think being spoiled. Gator fans, we forget that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gator fans being spoiled don't <laughs> have forgotten all about that, of course. And you know, Mike White um, left to t- go to Georgia. Um, you know, I'm sure. Uh, you know, he certainly was not a fan favorite in recent years. Um, but I mean, you know, and I think that's because of the you know, you know Billy Donovan was an impossible uh, you know coach to follow, and the expectation level of fans is is you know now have <laughs> Billy Donovan level expectations, and you know there's only you know there's not a whole lot of Billy Donovans out there. I, my, so my question is, what 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 are your prospects? Do you see for Florida Gator basketball? Do they uh, do they going to have to hi- try to find the next Billy Donovan? Uh, you know to to to. To, to you know, go back to a, a little bit higher level uh, of play in the postseason, or, or how do you? What, what are the prospects well, for Florida Gator basketball? Yeah, another really good question. First, I think I think Mike White did a really good job. They were very, you know, they were consistent. They made they made some tournament runs. They never lost in the first round when they got to the tournament, which shows a level of preparation. I think Mike's biggest problem was they struggled to find an offense. They they struggled to find consistent offense um, and. You know, was that that they just didn't get the right pieces in place, um, or was it system based or whatever? But when they would struggle, they would just not be able to make enough shots. Um, but you know, you forget. I mean, my goodness, they were on the verge of uh, the Final Four just a couple of years ago when South Carolina beat them. And you know, I. But you're right. It's hard to replace the legend. It's much easier to be the guy that replaces the guy. And so Todd Golden, who they hired from San Francisco today, is supposed to be um, cutting edge, um, very bright, um, very highly thought of, resurrected the program out there. Um, Outside of me watching them play last night in what was a really entertaining game with Murray State, I had not seen them play, and I don't know much about him, other than the the national-level college basketball writers seem to think um, he's a very talented young coach. I, I, I have no problem with Scott Strickland going off the board and not chasing a bigger name, although um, I personally would have been very much in favor if they had decided to hire Anthony Grant from Dayton because of Anthony's ties with Billy and, and his time in Florida, uh, or even Frank Martin because of Frank's Florida roots. Um, I was rooting for either of them. Now, I don't even know if either one of them was interested in how that played out. Um, but Florida's always going to have the ability to recruit. Um, he's going to need a guy that has Florida roots because he's been out west now for a, a great deal of time. So his staff hires are going to make all the difference in the world uh, early because they need to make sure that they have really good connections in state. Um, but there's no reason Florida, um, and you know, as it was, I mean, Florida was the first SEC team out. If they had beaten Texas A&M 
and gone on to beat Auburn in the SEC tournament, they probably make the field, even though they had some periods of being very inconsistent during the season. Um, you know, so it's not like they're he's inheriting a bad program. Um, they just need to, um, and they've got some good pieces that are in place. Um, it just um, there have just been times where, you know, I have not enjoyed watching them play as much just because they've struggled offensively so much. I've always appreciated that they played hard. They always seem to play together. Um, I felt like he had a good culture. You just you know, the, 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 the right things were there. Um, they just weren't good enough. And, I, you know, do, do you got to make them better when you get them there, recruit better players? I, you know, I, I, I can't answer that. But I'm a big Gator fan, and, and I hope that the new staff comes in and, and elevates them back. And, but it'll certainly be much easier for, um, for this guy than it was for Mike White because replacing Mike White is a million times easier than replacing Billy Donovan. That's for sure. Great insights. Well, Coach, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, thanks for spending so much time with us. And now we'll let you get back to the games. Thanks, Roger. All the best. Coach Scott Williams, a popular Blue Darter head basketball coach, and I think you can see from that conversation why the Blue Darters have had such success under the leadership of Coach Scott Williams in recent years. Well, friends, we're going to take a quick break. Come back, we'll have our final segment with former Blue Darter football player and NFL wide receiver James McKnight. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Sebastian Gorka at Freedom Expo, March 29th at Seminole Harley-Davidson. Free tickets online, TheAnswerOrlando.com, and learn how to be part of the Corona Cigar Company. Meet and greet TheAnswerOrlando.com. It's Pete again with Derek, president of Thompson Jewelers, the jewelry store here in Central Florida that beats the prices from those big box stores. But Derek is here to talk about something that's pretty exciting right now, buying gold. Tell us about that. Well, Pete, gold now is at a five-year high, and uh, back in 2008, the recession hit us, and people want to know who they could trust to get the most for their gold jewelry. Thompson Jewelers was the go-to place then, and it's the go-to place now to get the most for your gold jewelry. So you're talking about watches and bracelets, necklaces? Anything, Pete. If it's gold, bring it by, uh, we'd be interested in buying. How about Grandma's pendant? Uh-huh. Yeah, bring it by. We'll check that out, too. So check the jewelry boxes. You've got jewelry that you don't use, you haven't looked at for years. Might be a good time to turn that into cash. Well, thousands of people across Central Florida have trusted us to give them the most for their gold jewelry. We also are buying diamonds, too. Oh, fantastic. Of course, Thompson Jewelers, but two wonderful locations right here in Central Florida. Colonial Towns Plaza, right next to Old Navy. Kissimmee St. Cloud on 192 in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center. You got it, Pete. We'd love to see you. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites, plus they're known 
for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's original barbecue. The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. I remember my son was going to grow up without a father. I didn't think someone at 23 would be diagnosed with breast cancer. I was probably the healthiest I had been in my life. Early detection of a melanoma saved my life. I survived testicular cancer because of early detection. I survived cancer not once but twice because of early detection. During the pandemic, you may have delayed or canceled routine cancer screenings. It's time to get those appointments back on the books. Early detection saves lives. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters in this station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. And friends, it's great to be with you tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to join you on a wonderful Friday evening throughout Central Florida. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Apopka High basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. Just a moment, we're going to go to a interview recorded last fall at the reunion of the 2001 Apopka Blue Daughter State Football Champions, the 20th year reunion, uh, as a, a part of that great uh, uh, those great events, which were organized by Brian King. A lot of the former NFL alumni and Apopka Blue Daughter alumni who played in the NFL came back and we had a chance to record a, a brief interview with James McKnight. Of course, James McKnight was a Blue Darter wide receiver in the late 80s and early 90s. Not a star player in the program, as you'll hear. Uh, was able, to, Howard, to get a scholarship at Liberty University. In fact, he very recently in the past year was elected, um, um, inducted into the Hall of Fame, Athletic Hall of Fame at Liberty University, and then went on to an 11-year career in the National Football League. So right now, let's go to my conversation with NFL wide reformer, NFL wide receiver, and a popular blue Darter wide receiver, James McKnight. We're speaking with James McKnight, former Apopka Blue Darter football alumni, also a standout at Liberty University, and also had an 11-year NFL career, which included playing for the Seattle Seahawks, the Miami Dolphins, and the Dallas Cowboys. James, great to see you, and thank you for joining us for a few minutes. Uh, thank you. It's a pleasure to come out and be back in my hometown, and I look forward to some conversations with you today. And uh, you know, first of all, you know, most recently you, you received a very high honor. You were uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame at your college, Liberty University. Can you just talk about what that experience uh, be, means, means to you? Um, you know, uh, it's when when you're honored for something that, that that you've done a while ago. You know, when whenever you leave something, you always try to leave it better. And I think that um, when I came to Liberty University, um, I left as a as a at a better young man. I was a, I was more mature. As a as a young man, but I also left the university in a in a way that um, gave me an opportunity, you know, to to extend my ability, you know, uh, um, farther than, than than I thought a pop could could, could, could carry me. So um, it was a, it was just a, a unique honor. And can you talk about the uh, circumstances that led you to choose Liberty University? How heavily were you recruited coming out of high school, and why did you make the choice to play for Liberty? Well, I definitely was not heavily recruited coming out of high school because I played one year of varsity football. Um, but going to Liberty, you, you know, they had my coach, Sam Ritigalano, who was recruiting me. 
he convinced my mother because I, I was uh, on Proposition 48, so I didn't have the right academic classes coming out of a pocket. And he convinced my mom that, you know what, he would give me a scholarship anyway. I'll be on probation for the first year to just go to school. But he would make sure that he paid for my education until I was able to get my degree. I only needed four years uh, to get my degree, but uh, he was he was willing to take that um, chance on me because he thought that I would be able to have the ability to play at the next level, and he wasn't talking about college football. As part of your induction ceremonies at Liberty University, you gave a, a powerful speech, and I'd love to have you share just a, about the themes and the, uh, behind your speech with, with, our, with our audience. Yeah, I mean, my, my theme was, you know, because I'm, all five of my children was in the audience, and I just wanted them to know that everybody has a story. You know, so you can complain about your story, or you can learn and grow from your from the things that you that that, that entails your story. And because you have a story, the, the the key is that everything that you go through, whether it's bad or whether it's good, is to build your character and is to prepare you for for things that's going to come later on. And I just use that every everything that was negative and everything that was good, I just use all those things as a stepping stone. I never looked at anything negative to bring me back, and everything positive was already moving me forward. So the, the, the big theme for me is, is, is that you, you're not, what, you, you're not what, what you see right now. You're, 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 you're a work in progress, you know, and if you continue to, to realize that, you know, that God has something bigger and greater for you, then the opportunity will present them to and so during those difficult times, what was it you know, that you drew from? How, how did you, where did that confidence that, that you, know, you weren't that guy he thought you were come from? Well, you, you, you know, I, I knew that I was already playing with, um, like my brother was older. He's nine years older than me. So when I was on the basketball court, my brother lived in Orlando. He would come get me on Friday nights. I played basketball Saturday mornings with grown men. You know, when he played, you know, football with, with, with all his buddies when I was younger, he brought me along to play. So I was already doing some of the things that the high school was doing. It just wasn't organized or with helmet and shoulder pads on. So my confidence coming into, you know, high school, I, I already had confidence. So I didn't need him to, you know, to motivate me to do something. I just wanted to be the best at it. And if I, if you coached me to be the best, I, I was an easy learner. Um, I was not never difficult, you know, talking back to the coaches and stuff like that. So when you have someone that's pliable and moldable as I was, I just soaked everything up. And so Brian King, Dave Brown, those guys believed in me. And so, you know, the, the little things, you know, because they're a couple years older than me, um, but the little things that they were teaching at that time, you know, I was soaking up because I had never played organized football uh, until ninth grade. So um, I was I was a sponge, and it, and, it, and it worked out for me. I've been a good listener. And I appreciate you you joining us. Spending a few minutes. One more question. Um, now, obviously, the the jump from college, even a, in a good program like Liberty, yeah. to the NFL is is huge. Yeah. And you know, obviously, the one of the names for the NFL is the not for long league. Correct. Yeah, we, Correct. I think the average uh, career is three years, three and a half years, something like that. Yeah. You, you you were in the NFL for eleven years. Mm. Um, what um, to what do you attribute? What what were the things that you brought with you, you know, from Apopka High School, from Liberty, that that you know gave you that that ability to to survive in the NFL for eleven years? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know where they get that Apopka High School guys just think they are they, they're better than everybody else, but I just came that that, that realized that you know what I I can play at this this level because at the end of the day. 
he put his cleats on just like I put mine on. And, and if I have the opportunity to go against someone, you know, nine times out of ten, I, I, I know that I'm going to win, you know, six or seven of those battles. And so that's kind of how I looked at it. Um, I've, Apopka has always been competitive. I, we've always been, you know, looking at things to, to compete at a high level. And so um, when I got to the opportunity to play at that stage, um, I had veterans that I learned from. You know, I always had the raw talent, and so they just, I just, I just soaked up little things from all, all those veterans: Ricky Pro, Brian Blades, um, Warren Moon when he when he was there as a quarterback, and it, it just, you know, allowed me to, to develop into a, a player that had a, had a ability that was sustainable, you know, throughout the league. Um, and, and so, like, like a lot of guys right now, you know, I would like to say to your audience, too, friends, hope you've enjoyed you know, the show tonight with our special guest, James and Knight. We just spoke to, and of course, a popular Blue head basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams, sharing his insights on the 2022 March Madness. Please stay tuned for Charlie Clerk coming up at 8 p.m. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend. FM 94.9, Florida's stronger conservative voice. The answer. WORL. Orlando. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.